0: Hello, listeners to The Answer. This is Reba Hass of Open House with Team Reba.
1: And Eric Osnes from HomeBridge Financial Home Services.
0: And the show you're about to listen to was recorded prior to the large-scale mass gathering shutdown and Governor Inslee's requirement to stay home. So segment one may not have full relevance, but the rest of the show
2: is totally for you. Hope you enjoy the show. The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of HomeBridge Financial Services. Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest.
0: Welcome once again to Open House of Team Reba. I'm Reba Haas at Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side,
1: And Eric Austin's here from HomeBridge Financial Home Mortgage.
0: Yes, and happy Saturday, mister. Yeah, happy weekend to yes. you, too. Yes, I've been... Uh, Getting ready for summertime, ready to get out on my boat more frequently. Well, it's
1: busier already.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've already been going out because of the yacht club stuff and everything, but mm-hmm. I'm ready for it to be warmer. <laughs> that's all I can say. I just want it to be a little warmer.
1: <laughs> that's never a bad thing yeah. to be a little bit warm. yeah yes. That's right. That's right. But, oh, gosh, when the weather's nice, mm-hmm. there's just nothing better than living in the Pacific Northwest, yes. i got to say. Well, I, yeah. I
0: will say one of the things I'm looking forward to and this is a little bit of some of the topics of our show today, Mm -hmm. is um, so many people know from listening to our show that both of us are in boating. Mm -hmm. I'm a member of Rainier Yacht Club, currently Mm -hmm. acting as the rear commodore. Mm -hmm. So I have to go through all these, like, junior officer balls. And the one that we were supposed to do in March with Taiyi Yacht Club got delayed Mm -hmm. because of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And so it got moved into June. And so we're going to have back-to-back Taiyi – and Queen City Yacht Club—they're both in Seattle—for anyone who doesn't know that—and we're going to have two balls back to back, which are like multi-hour dancing. Oh boy! Hangout—I yeah. mean, it's like they're totally fun. <laughs> but usually, it's like a three-day weekend kind of thing, and they're going to yeah. combine oh two boy. into one weekend. Oh, wow! But maybe by June, it'll actually be super nice. Yeah, you
1: never know. Cross your fingers. Yeah, I'm like—I'm
0: yeah. kind of looking forward to it. But you know, before we even get there, of course, there's—you know—in April, they, they've always got a Daffodil, and then May. We've got coming up opening day.
1: Right. Opening day, but also spot shrimp. Uh, fishing, true. Which is like yes. Yes. A big deal for those that are in the know. Yeah.
0: For anyone who's not going to the parties over at Seattle Yacht Club, mm-hmm. you know, you got the other version of being out on the water That's and having right. a great time. That's so right, yeah. some of it's social, some yeah. of it's snacking. You'll be
1: pulling up those <laughs> tiny crustaceans. You know. Oh yeah,
0: they'll be snacking either way. Oh yeah, for sure. I can tell you that <laughs> there's probably going to also be some beverages either way. I'm sure as well.
1: Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> possibly. Quite possibly. But make
0: sure you're driving safely.
1: That's right. Be safe. boating be safely. Be safe on your boat. All around. Yeah. You know, and and especially 100%. you know if, if you're if you're out Out there, especially as summer comes along, you see those uh, the jet skis out there. Uh, A modern jet ski, those things are powerful. Super powerful. You can go up to 100 miles an hour on those, and uh, and you do see often you know a teenager or someone like that who maybe doesn't have a lot of experience going, you know, just flying across the lake or out the sound on those, and uh, boy, you can. You can really get yourself hurt or you can hurt somebody else if you're not paying attention. Things happen fast out on the water. They
0: happen super fast. And a lot of people forget Mm -hmm. how those things function when they start to panic. So
1: use your head. Use good judgment. Yes. Yeah. Don't be impaired while you're out there on the water, especially. Especially if you're captaining a boat. That's a lot of responsibility. Uh, A
0: hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Having anyone pressure you to imbibe while being the one in charge you know, we don't want to see mm. accidents. I mean, well, you know, last year, let's be let's be honest. Last year, there were some pretty nasty, you know, unnecessary things that happened out on Lake Washington. Mm-hmm. So, we want to see people be safe. Yeah, get your boater certificate and make sure you know what you're doing on the water and the road.
1: Please, please, please. Yes, that's that's right. I was I was uh, out on Lake Washington last summer, and we're pulling into Kulon Park, which is a really cool mm-hmm. cool spot. Oh yeah, and this boat, I'm I'm slowing down. I'm starting to putt in. There's a no wake zone. You have to go slow. Oh yeah, and as I'm just kind of slowing down and putting in, I'm gonna grab a grab a slip. The speedboat comes flying up behind me, (sighs) rips right by me, maybe 15 feet off my Mm -hmm. off my starboard, cuts me off, and then he's gonna go grab a one of the last slips that are available there. Yeah, and it's like, dude, this isn't 405. (laughs) Yeah, right. <laughs> this is this is a lake mm-hmm. there's there's procedures there's courtesies yeah. you, you just don't I'm do going to
0: guess he was maybe a newer yeah obviously
1: by the yeah by the boat by the people on it they were yeah. pretty new at it didn't really kind of even know what they were doing and had no idea well that's so, a shame yeah well, that's they a shame you had that happen but yeah, you know they get educated
0: just, yeah well and People <laughs> have to remember that voting certificates are now required there in the state go. of Washington for right. everybody. That's I know right. they were grandfathering people in, but I think they're done with all that timeline now.
1: That's right. Well, I'm just looking to getting mm-hmm. things back to normal. And Meaning? and I think that's kind of the topic of our of our show today because you – know, And is there
0: such a thing as normal? Well,
1: I mean, we, we kind of bounce from, from this to that, and, and this year will be one of those years also being election year. There's going to be lots of drama, lots of mm-hmm. things going on. You know, we, we started the year with, you know, well into February with, you know, with this COVID, mm-hmm. COVID thing. And, and you know, it's not the first time that, that we've had, a, you know, strong headwinds and some type mm-hmm. of, a, of an issue like this come up. And that's right. what, you know, you and I were sort of talking about. You know, how does mm-hmm. that really impact us long term? I mean, there's a short term yeah. initial reaction to things. What do I do? What do oh, I yeah. do? We're still we learning.
0: A, we had an opportunity for a client because they had just missed out on a house. And it came back on market, and I called that agent, and I was like, what's up? And she said, they canceled because of coronavirus. And I went, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She said, nothing wrong with the house, nothing wrong with their financing. They just panicked and thought that the housing crisis was going to crash. Oh. And I thought, what?
1: Well, then they should have sold it real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Get it sold before it crashes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. This was the buyer. Who oh, this the buyer
1: that canceled. The buyer oh, gotcha. canceled because of that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And
0: I and I just thought, apparently they're missing the point of supply and demand in our market mm-hmm. area. I mean, right. I I get it. There's a lot of people concerned about what's going on with the economy right now. Like, mm-hmm. it was benefiting us in interest rates, mm-hmm. right? Because as you and I always talk about on the show. Right. You know, what are what are mortgage rates based on?
1: Right. They're based on fear. Yeah. Based on the bond market. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and there's
0: been plenty of it.
1: There absolutely yeah. has been.
0: Just look at all the crazy memes about Costco and the toilet paper and stuff. It's like what? Like I don't think that's what corona does to you, but okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, that one threw me too. I'm like, you know, that first started happening Went I'm like through you Wait, or... <laughs> toilet paper.
0: Yeah, um, it's like well, why
1: <laughs> I think this, this this virus was explosive and I don't mean in a good way yeah that's scary that's really scary I, yeah
0: I, yeah I don't know but then you and I started talking about how many of you know other crises have come up and what's been their impact on the housing market right well right? so and we thought this would be a great day to kind of give some perspective absolutely right because we did th- we did this in the past when we had one of the elections mm-hmm and we're like, okay, well, let's take a look at what normally happens, and what happened when all these people went into office. Right. So why not do that with, uh, you know, we're gonna pop a corona. There you and, go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And take yeah. the lid off Literally. it. Literally. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. Uh, and see what we come up with.
1: Yeah, because I mean, uh, what what are you seeing so far? I, you know, I mean, there's there's anecdotal. You know, mm-hmm. indications. And of course, we've seen, you know, our, our hospitality industry especially has been been decimated. Impacted, you yeah. Know, and, th- and that's that's a rough one. Oh, I yeah. Really I had know. a friend
0: who was at the airport the other day. First time ever on one of the trams. Only person on the only person on the tram. Yeah. Planes yeah. are really empty. There's right. been all that kind of stuff going on. And I do worry about it from an economic standpoint of, yes, all those revenues being lost. Mm-hmm. But is it really going to send us into a tailspin like the housing crisis did? Probably not.
1: Well, I got a friend that just came back from Florida, mm-hmm. and uh, and and down there, he was talking about you know the the coronavirus, mm-hmm. and and they're like, what's that? You know, they they didn't even really know much about it. They hadn't heard what was happening. In, Wait, where were our, they again? Florida.
0: But because they're still worried about Zika.
1: Uh, apparently, I I don't and think Nile? they really. I don't know that they were really. It was, wasn't even on their their radar. Uh, you know, but, uh, oh, they're interesting. like, ah, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, gosh, whatever. how could you
0: miss it with the way the media jumped all over everything? <laughs> well,
1: yeah. And I, I think it's concentrated here though. I mean, it, and especially well, local I mean, news, especially, yes. you know, it's, it's all you hear. Yeah. And, uh, and of course,
0: and of course we don't minimize, I mean, when there's families oh, no, no, no. who are impacted, totally absolutely, absolutely Absolutely. Totally good. But I have people who are like, you know, senior centers being on lockdown. I understand that mm-hmm. to a degree. Sure. Very stressful for the families.
1: Especially our vulnerable people. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But but what's going to be the long term effect? Right. You know, if we if we look out six months from now, a year from now, exactly. are are we going to be in a complete tailspin with our economy? Right. And and especially with our housing market, which is what mm-hmm. you and I care so so much you know about dearly. And, right. And I, I just don't see that uh, this time around.
0: I haven't seen it impact the volume of business that's been going on. Mm-hmm. I'm still. I mean, I watch the MLS every day. And I'm seeing the same level of activity of new properties going under contract, the same number of homes, you know because I've had people asking me these questions, mm-hmm. and my thought is, like do you want it to stop your life? like you're you're doing this because like you just got a new job or you're yeah, doing this right. because you know this person needs to move this area because of this reason, for family or this, you know these things like those yeah. things are still going to be happening.
1: That's right, That's regardless.
0: Right. And if you don't have a short-term timeline horizon on your you know, mind – because, I mean, let's, let's give perspective even on what the housing crisis did. We had multiple years of massive run-ups on appreciation and only three years of a downturn, which was a very unusual thing at that time. Yes. And then in 2012, it kicked back up again. That's right. Right? So we still have all the same factors around us here. None of those have gone away, but it's just what – ever new media scare has come up and yes there's there's things that you have to be careful of yes you need to be you know diligent about you know self-care and making sure the people around you are are good but yeah it's probably going to be one of those hype it up make it big it's going to have a short-term effect most likely but i know Mm -hmm. you you were looking at like some of the dates we started going back through some of these and we're like what what coincided with some of those things
1: well, I mean, if if you think about probably one of the most notable downturns in our in our Seattle, you know, mm-hmm. Puget Sound area real estate market, it was nineteen seventy one. Yes. And that's when Boeing had massive layoffs and they mm-hmm. you know there And was, the
0: famous there's actually
1: two real estate agents that put up the famous billboard with well, yes. the last person leaving Seattle Please, please turn, turn out, out the lights. lights. Yeah. You know, a couple of real estate agents actually did yep, that. Yeah,
0: you told me that on this show.
1: And uh you know so so we we saw we saw corrections then mm-hmm. um i was just kind of thinking about industry i mean we've yeah. had a couple things we have sort of pandemics and things like that but yeah. then we also have but there's other steps. industry impacts yeah. on on our local economy and, um, you well, know.
0: and Boeing's always had like a play. you know, Up until we started having more tech, Boeing was always more an impact. Diverse. Yeah, now we're diversed. Mm-hmm. diversified, pardon me. But um, we gonna, we're going to need to talk about this more when we come back from the messages that we've got to play right now because we're keeping our economy going here on this show on Open House with Team Reba. Eric and Reba back with you in just a few minutes.
2: Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now
1: back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage.
0: And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba.
1: And you know what? If somebody has what? a question for you, how do they get a hold of you?
0: Well, if it's a general question that anyone in my team might be able to help with or that we can get someone's eyes on it, you can go to info at TeamReba.com or you can send direct, if it's more private, information to Reba at TeamReba.com.
1: There you go. And if you have a question for me, I love story problems. Mm -hmm. You can catch me, Eric, at EricIsMyBanker.com, E-R-I-C. So Eric at EricIsMyBanker.com. You know, just call me on the telephone, 206 915 three seven four two two oh six nine one five eric
0: oh maybe i should get my number out why not sure two oh six nine one zero three four two nine
1: copycat all right that's, that's fine, fine.
0: <laughs> well i could always have my phone blow up with text but i doubt that'll there happen
1: now i'm texting works fine for me too mm-hmm. you know so uh, we were talking um, before the break about just sort of what impact long term you know this yes. current uh you know crisis is going to have on our local market Mm -hmm. i thought it would be kind of fun to sort of look at some past events in in seattle history and see what that impacted how that impacted our our real estate markets yeah and so i think
0: that's kind of a fun thing to do some of the
1: data is sort of hard to to compile you know going going way far back let's start about maybe 1990 or something like that okay you know so go back 1990 30 years ago Right. The average home price in Seattle was right around two hundred and twenty-five thousand,
0: which is not much lower than what it is for the rest of the nation right now. I know. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, because it's like two sixty across the rest of the U.S. I
1: know, I know. So, so we've we've seen now. This is uh, this is sort of inflation-adjusted house prices, and this is just the the average. So, mm-hmm. so of course that that number yeah. you know keeps keeps climbing here. But uh, all right, well let's let's look at what what are some of our big events that have happened since 1990. I mean we've we've had the tech bubble in the early 2000s.
0: Yeah. Well, we had Y2K. Okay.
1: Y2K. So year 2000. Mm-hmm. The in the year 2000, the average house price was three hundred thousand dollars. Well, okay. So up, uh, up up, up twenty five thousand. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Twenty. Wait. Excuse was me. it two, I was no, going to say seventy-five thousand. Seventy-five thousand. 70, like, You're the mathematician. Okay. <laughs> so we had Y uh, two K. Two thousand one also that is when Boeing yep. and the dot bombs moved their their headquarters to Chicago. That's right. We had and dot
0: bombs plus that.
1: Yep. And house prices actually two thousand
0: one, two thousand two. Because yeah. I got a great deal on a house at that time.
1: Okay. So two thousand two average house price three twenty five. Okay. So house values went up a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, what about uh, the the big housing crisis? You know, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Two thousand seven. The average house price in Seattle was four hundred seventy five thousand. Yeah. You know, so so I'm looking at a chart where the the mm-hmm. arrows just keep going up and up and up and up yep. and up. Do um, you want
0: to reference what chart you're looking at? I'm
1: looking at this is this is um was called Case Schiller, and Case Shiller is a, a mm-hmm. local. Uh, a very very reputable company that keeps st- all statistics all things real estate they have right. a statistic for it any mm-hmm. statistic you want they've they've got it different yeah. ways of categorizing things this is just a pretty basic one inflation mm-hmm. adjusted house prices yeah uh, so you know kind of give you an idea of what what's going mm-hmm. on all right so what about pandemics where do those sort of fit in okay you know with that
0: uh, well so the. The list I've got, I don't, if uh, someone else had another longer list that I couldn't find again because there's so much information flying around. But uh, Nile virus was 2002.
1: 2002.
0: Which we already referenced for the dot bomb.
1: Yep, average timeline. price around 325 uh-huh. yeah. Uh
0: huh. 2004 was SARS.
1: Oh, SARS. Uh, average price 345000
0: Okay. And then 2005 was the bird flu.
1: Forgot about the bird flu. Mm -hmm. Average house price $375,000. Okay. Uh, 2009
0: was the swine flu, but now we were also in the free fall of the housing crisis.
1: Right. And in, in 2009, yeah, we were definitely solidly in a free fall. We were back down to about 350,000. Yep. So, mm-hmm. so we had a big peak. The peak was 2007. Yes. And, and actually, August 2nd, 2000.
0: Yes, it was. You and I both <laughs> so remember that. I know that very well. Not fondly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but we remember it. It was
1: not a fun just triggering my PTSD. Off uh, off all of that.
0: So many things for me on that. Right, right. right. <laughs> and then, okay, so then I uh, jumped to 2014 with Ebola.
1: Ebola average house price was down around two seven. No, excuse me, three twenty five, three hundred twenty five thousand. In 2014. Yeah, in 2014, three hundred twenty five
0: thousand. That must be because Tacoma was still really suffering.
1: Yeah, we we hit the very bottom in the housing was that market in Seattle,
0: 20, or is the Seattle this general is, area? This is
1: Seattle. Um, this is the Seattle SMSA. St- uh, st- standard statistical me- metropolitan statistical area okay so it's so including it's sort of Puget all the areas area. It it because
0: i was going to say yeah. actual seattle prices had gone up at that point right tacoma right, right. was still suffering mm-hmm. but seattle was already like on an upturn because we changed uh, april 2012 is when our market went in an upturn
1: that's right I- I- exactly april 2012. so yep. that
0: definitely is reflective of tacoma having been so annihilated right right yeah um, okay, so 2014 we got that. So uh, Ebola. 2016 was Zika.
1: Zika virus. Mm-hmm. Average house price in Seattle, five hundred and fifty-nine thousand. Gene, look how much that popped up. Mm, yeah, about
0: that. yeah. That also happens to be about the time that Amazon was going super gangbusters. Yes, it was. You know, right. Mm-hmm. So we saw actually, if someone bought a house in 2012, in some cases that house was almost doubled in price by mm-hmm. 2016. Right. In Particular market areas, right? Not right? every market area, not every market area, but in some particular mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, um, Bellevue, mm-hmm. in particular, was growing at twenty five percent a year at that point. Right, uh, at least certain zip codes like nine eight zero zero four. Yeah, yep. right. Okay, so then uh, here we are in twenty twenty with the coronavirus, and we don't have this year's. But what if we have twenty nineteen could we have a full year there?
1: Yeah, twenty nineteen average house price in Seattle seven hundred and sixty three thousand. Yep right and and right now like our current forecast in Seattle here we go in 2020 average house price 756 mm-hmm. our forecast for this year for 2021 by the end of the year Seattle 781,000 yeah is what the forecast sounds is Sounds about right yeah well, what do you think? Of, I mean, do you think yeah. that this this is gonna slow us down uh, that we're gonna see a, a a housing bubble or a big downturn? no i
0: uh, don't I don't see that at all. I mean, you and I have sat in with a lot of you know different economists discussions over the last mm-hmm. few years and the number of jobs that are coming in. sat in on you know port of Seattle and what's going on now. Yeah, the airport's being hit hard right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: however, I don't expect that to be ongoing because people have to live their lives. Like right now, it's not possible that we're all just going to go sit in our houses. No. It's not, not going to happen. happen. Right. You know, people will get at some point tired of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they're just going to start be like, well, well things are just, it's going to be what it's going to be. That's you know? right. That's and, right. I, and I get that there's a concern that they don't want to have like what happened in, you know, 1919. Mm-hmm. When right. a massive flu pandemic hit the entire world, and because we are are so mobile nowadays, I mean, 1919, we didn't have air travel. Right. I get it, but
1: well, 50 million people died in 1919. That yeah. was a, that was a big one. It was. Huge. But nobody knew anything about germs back then. I mean, exactly. they really didn't. They didn't and, have in house
0: plumbing for a lot of people although, either.
1: Although back then, certain every city had their own response. And, mm-hmm. and for example, I think it was um, Chicago did all in. They they kind of did education. They told people just kind of don't touch each other. I mm-hmm. mean, they had some basic stuff. Philadelphia did nothing. In fact, Philadelphia did the
0: birth rate go down? Well, that's what I'm. In wondering Philadelphia. On well, Philadelphia
1: had a massive parade, and uh, they didn't call it off or anything like that. They had a massive parade in the deepest height of the epidemic. And um, and and so their death their death rate was I think four times higher than that of Chicago. Oh my goodness! That was that was edu- trying to educate their their populace. Mm-hmm. So so a lot of it is education, and that's one of the things. I, so you know, all
0: of that. Please wash your hands. Yeah.
1: With in in our, in you don't our feel good, local society, there's so much information out there, and, mm-hmm. and in a very short period of time. And our, there's this thing called. Google
0: <laughs> well our, you
1: know <laughs> our world know. changed yeah. did anybody think that two months right. ago you'd be greeting people with an elbow bump I mean d- did you think that there'd be a, the only person a run who like on su- toilet paper at, at I know. Costco or the whatever? only
0: person who's super excited about the elbow bump thing is that one comedian who won't touch anyone uh, right Yeah, <laughs> gotcha
1: yeah he's he's good with that yeah he likes to do the fist yeah. bump or wear gloves right, right? And he's got a lifetime yeah. supply of hand sanitizer anyway so you know it he's good to go <laughs> but um, we're not <laughs> well yeah but uh, no it's uh, our whole world changed but it changed quickly and, yes. and people reacted they adapted mm-hmm. and and i think that's going to get us through this thing you know a lot a lot a lot yeah. quicker a lot a lot with a lot less damage so there will be sectors that are impacted more than others i'm yeah. always of course with my economics background i'm fascinated mm-hmm. by that yeah and a good example is you know we, we have certain restaurants that are that are going to really struggle and i Feel for those, especially downtown Seattle. My gosh, those poor folks, they've dealt with the homeless crisis. They've dealt with shootings downtown. Mm -hmm. Now this, you know, that's not good. On the other side of it, like my brother works for a company that builds food manufacturing equipment. They are going gangbusters because people are not going out as much. Instead, they're buying their frozen lasagnas or whatever else they're going to buy. And uh you know so so di- one sector will will benefit another sector will will struggle mm-hmm. uh, the beauty of of our area is that our economy is so diverse yes that in in the aggregate, we're probably going to be just fine as as we work our yeah. way through this yeah, absolutely yeah.
0: i yeah. I'm in agreement with you. I just you know one of the things that's been happening at least in my part of the industry is lots of conversations about. How do we continue doing what we do in real estate, being aware and cognizant? Because, you know, honestly, open houses are still happening, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. People are still needing to sell their homes for whatever reason. Because we talk about this all the time on the show that half of it's for happy reasons, half of it's for sad reasons. Mm-hmm. But in most of those cases, there's someone motivated to do something there, right? Right? There, there's a life event that has happened. It's not just because they just suddenly woke up one day and went, I think I'd like to move, you right. know, like it, that's rarely actually the case. It does happen, it does occasionally, but it's yeah. not the norm, yeah, right? Yeah. So some of the stuff that we're talking about within my side of the industry is how do we keep people safe, both the agents and the consumers who are coming in and keeping the seller even safe in that environment as well? which um, I'm going to cover that specifically when we come back from this break because we're about to come up on our time. Mm-hmm. So uh, many of the same things you've been hearing already that are common sense, but it is something interesting that if, you know, just think about it when you're out and about. Right. Okay, you might handle things a little bit differently. But we're going to handle our messages the same as always, and we'll be right back after these messages at Open House with Team Reba.
2: Open house with Team Reba on AM fifteen ninety the answer. Now back to open house with Team Reba. Welcome well, back. Oh go hey. ahead. Is it me? Is yeah, it it's you? you? It's what? you.
0: Yeah, okay, I thought yeah. so. I'm like, what are you yeah. jumping in for? Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba has from Team Reba Remix Metro East Side. Well, you
1: just had that look on your face like, hey, you're supposed to be talking. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, yeah. I no.
0: no. In fact, I often don't want you to
1: <laughs> well I'm likewise kidding. right back at you
0: <laughs> I just TC you know it
1: <laughs> you're pretty good on the radio you you, you kind of let me talk every now and then. when we're off the radio you know, it's like ca- it's oh, like wait a second Lord. can I say something
0: <laughs> I get my pl- turn my I turn. get plenty of you on <laughs> and off the radio let's just make that very clear for people oh boy. <laughs> this is why we sound like siblings yeah, that's right <laughs> fighting like
1: brother and sister here. i know right yeah, that's right yeah
0: so <laughs> i'm sure your brother loves it hey lance how's it going good to see cheryl recently that was fun <laughs> you know i spent part of it an afternoon with her it was awesome you did that's, yeah that's fantastic yeah when i went up to woodby yeah. island she was fantastic we had a great time oh yeah man, that's good yeah. Hey. i get to learn more about you in that elf costume at uh, christmas time it was great
1: Oh, I, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> I, know, yeah, I know, I we'll know. We'll talk about something I got, else. I got, I got, got tricked bad on that one. But it was, I got, I it got, I got, uh, I got Ellie back on that one though. Mm-hmm. So, folks, uh, Christmas time, I have this ridiculous green elf outfit, and I thought you know it'd be really fun to go out to my brothers at Camino. And I'll wear it. My nephew's little boy Ben, he's gonna just think that's really cool, and then I'll do my have my fun, and I'll change into my regular yeah. clothes. Yeah. Well, Ellie, she hid my clothes. She didn't bring. She put them out I know. of the car uh, so i, I was stuck wearing that, that, that so much ridiculous <laughs> outfit the whole day and uh but i got her back with the whole you ever seen the game where you put the funnel in your pants and you take the orange under your chin and try and drop it into the funnel no <laughs> she fell for that
0: <laughs> oh my gosh because <laughs> i had
1: a cup of water right there handy <laughs> oh
0: my gosh oh <laughs> so there Daddy. we go i got her back Uh huh. Yeah. I can't wait for the next thing she does for you. And I hope she includes me. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah. I'm sure it's coming. (laughs) I just don't know what it'll be, but it'll be something. Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) All right. Well. That's some things you don't want to do to somebody else if you want them to like you long term. (laughs) Uh, But here's here's the thing. Uh, Before we went into the break, uh, I was talking about what is the real estate industry doing? And and the thing is, is there are some organizations out there like I'm part of a big coaching group that covers, you know, U.S., Canada and parts of the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're all talking about it together right yeah we're all sharing best practices which i think is a wonderful thing to do yeah Yeah, because when i got in this industry back in 2003 not a lot of people were sharing right yeah what they did share made my head spin because it was like stupid phrases like oh buyers are liars and sellers are worse which i just Mm -hmm. couldn't believe was coming out of people's mouths thankfully a lot of those people are no longer in the industry right but um but the thing that you see now is a lot of collaboration and um, people from different marketplaces kind of sharing what they want to do or how, you know, suggestions of things to do if you have a question and when it came to, you know, COVID coronavirus, all that kind of stuff. Well, what can we do? Because people still need to sell their homes. Right. So in open houses, what they're doing is saying, okay, We're going to have hand sanitizer there. We're going to have lots of individual pens. So people can just take one pen. It's a one use only. There you go. You know, that kind of thing. Um, They are having some of the wipes and stuff like that. Because the other side of the coin is, okay, you're a person. This is your house. And you just let all these strangers into your home and right. you have no idea you know, your home is generally your safe place mm-hmm, right so now a bunch of people are coming in so open that up yeah. yeah so you've opened that up and someone was saying well what if you have the older you know maybe immune uh deficient you know person and it's their house that's mm-hmm. being held open okay well you know get some of those lysol wipes or whatever and start going around all the doorknobs and everything mm-hmm. i mean you can do kind of at least some form of a wipe down but it's, you know, they're, we're just trying to be realistic. The other thing is, you know, if you choose not to do open houses, here's my suggestion. If you don't want just a bunch of random people in your house, not knowing much about them, ask your agent to require that people prove they have a pre-approval mm-hmm. before they come in. If you want to reduce the number of people coming into your house. Right. but But up the quality. Right. Of the people coming in. Right. Then have your agent require a pre-approval of some sort, right? Right, and, and then that way you know at least those folk. And then you know, ask them to use some good practices. Maybe you have it at the front door with the hand sanitizers and the things. And like And the little
1: that. Foot, foot booties. Yeah. Or take your shoes off. Take your shoes off. Sort of all thing. of
0: that. Well, I yeah. don't know. You. I don't know if you're spreading your stuff around more or if you're like barefooted. In your socks. Yeah. Well, because there's. Well, you got to remember, not a lot of people. Not everyone here wears socks either. Like they're walking around barefooted. <laughs> True. So True. you know, especially people wearing sandals. Yeah, so flip we're 50 flops are very common. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's common here,
1: of course. Yeah,
0: right. You know, you see that in a tropical place, and people are like, "Oh my God, winter's here!" And here we're like, "Oh, it's almost summer." It's fifty <laughs> degrees. It's fifty-one. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I go I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. You know, <laughs> so so we are talking about it in the industry. If it's something that you're concerned about, then be talking with your agent about how you want to do those practices mm-hmm. together. You know, right. you know have have things in your car. Look for, you know, whether or not they have them on site at the properties. And if you're going to an open house, you know, be polite, be polite about it and follow a procedure.
1: You know, and the the thing is, what I'm kind of wondering about is what does it take 90 days before something becomes a habit? Yeah. This may just be the new norm. You know, if you think about it, like more people are
0: washing their hands, I'm happy
1: for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, flu deaths are way down. Mm-hmm. As a consequence, because people are being much more safe and, and careful yeah. about it, and there. that's
0: the thing is, flu deaths are much higher than oh, what way higher, is. way way higher. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so these you know these types of practices really do work, and mm-hmm. so we we might just start. To well, see let's that hope it is a new a norm. Bit. It could be. I yeah. would
0: like to see that be a new norm mm-hmm. because I can tell you for sure there's a lot of people who don't wash their hands regularly. Right. And, although I will say the not touching your face, like even as we're sitting here in the studio, I'm like. I keep touching my face.
1: Uh, it, that's a tough one. That's a yeah. That's a tough one. I was even watching um, a video a couple of weeks ago of a health a health department official reading from a script. Oh saying, yeah, I saw that. You know, don't touch your face. I and was, was she, like, wait for it. She licks her thumb and flips the page. It's like, oh yeah. I was expecting <laughs> all the people standing behind her to start cringing, but they uh, just kind of like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, like, oh boy, that was a, that was a pretty. And there's our leader. <laughs> clip,
0: actually, yeah. Well.
1: Oh well can't be perfect, but we can we can do a lot better. Well, even
0: in our workspace, we're just I mean, and most people are doing this is being very clear. We had, you know, one of our team members the other day, you know, was kind of faint. And most of it was because he hadn't had any food. But then the next morning he called me up and said, hey, I'm not feeling well. And I said, please stay home. Like, do you have your laptop with you? He's like, yeah. I'm like, great. Stay home.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I I don't have time to take on whatever might be making you not feel well. And neither does your coworker. That's right. And then you don't want to have her take that back to her house. And, you know, like it's some
1: different, different changes. Uh, My one of my favorite places in the world, Dick's Drive-In. Yeah. Changed. Now they're requesting people not pay with cash. Just use your card. Oh, because yeah, money's they're, really they're sanitizing filthy. after every yeah every transaction yeah, as money's well. Money's filthy, right
0: and, right? and our phones are the most disgusting. Yeah, that's and, the other thing. And I
1: don't know if this is true or not, but I did hear that Dick's French fries actually will cure coronavirus. Oh, for
0: heaven's sake! Okay, yeah, uh, it's really? a rumor. I don't know if it's yeah. true or not. So the the hamburgers cure the common cold, <laughs> yeah. and now you're saying the fries. no cheeseburgers. Oh, pardon me, cheeseburgers. Yeah,
1: cheeseburgers. Yeah, got to get that right. We don't want to give out false information here. It's it- Cheeseburgers. <laughs> Not hamburgers secure. Yeah, they were not hashtags. Which fake is news also here. a corona type thing. So, most colds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a medical degree <laughs> from Google University.
0: Uh, yes, I'm sure you do. Yeah, I'm so sure you do. Speaking as a, as I'm an having a hard time looking at you seriously right now. <laughs> Every time well, you bring that up, I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Although it has been ages since I've had a Dick's drive in burger.
1: Well, yeah, now In-N-Out Burger does not cure anything. Uh, In-N-Out Burgers will just, you know, make they, you feel they, bloated. They are whatnot. what the name is. Yeah, they're, they're In-N-Out. That's, <laughs> that's right. why I always that's assumed right. it was called that's that. That's right. You can buy one and get a stopwatch <laughs> uh, with it, you know. But no, but Dick's Driving, that's a whole different whole different ball game. Yeah, oh, okay. you know, for sure. We,
0: we still needed to go do it. How do we get test? off track on that? Know, we got way well, off track that. because yeah. you start talking about Dick's Driving and, it, and it's gone. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's all out the window. It's I got, totally thinking out about the window. <sighs> but uh, well, I mean, on the mortgage side of things, anything you guys don't have to do anything because you're not interacting directly. In fact, most of well, your stuff is done uploaded.
1: Right. I mean, to an extent, we still have a lot of clients that want to come in the office, and mm-hmm. and so you know, in this year we're we're really trying to pare that down as well, like many businesses are. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, just text it to me scan it to me I've got a really cool like scanning tool on my phone me too you can download it you know things like that make make our yeah. job much, much are those easier. secure
0: though for some of the documents you have to yeah, receive
1: so. yeah well we're secure I mean what we do I, a person can upload straight onto. I a I have a secure website okay uh, very safe and well, they I'm can glad just to upload hear that. straight upload straight to that and it's it's all locked down how, I love it
0: how do you know that it's secure
1: how do I know mm-hmm. um because we have two-factor authentication. Okay. You know when you're when you're logging in and mm-hmm. all of that, and so everything is going to be encrypted as it as it okay. comes up. So
0: yeah, I assume yeah. in the financial. I mean,
1: impact. I'm not a tech guy. I'm a medical doctor no. from Google University. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a. Not well, a now tech we had expert, this conversation recently about a yeah.
0: client, and it was an important conversation because right. he was needing to get documents to you, and he was trying to yeah. figure out how to get them. Yeah. And he and I did talk about these, you know, mm-hmm. tools here, but he right. mentioned having gone onto your website. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and he got he wondered oh, yeah. like the things that he saw, like in his mind, he was still kind of doubting. Oh,
1: it's locked down. Yeah. Yeah. The only way. And I'm the only person that can can get to it. OK. all you know, me and my processor. So. Right. Uh, but but it's paperless that point, too, which is wonderful. You don't have a paper yeah. file sitting around the office. You like, mean like, like the one I had to deliver? You gave to me some you? paper files. Well, what what I will do with those is I'll scan those in and then, and then I'll, I'll shred them. Well, well, he, well, no, him. I'll give them back, but uh, yeah.
0: just ask him whether or not they yeah, were yeah, yeah. originals. I don't think right. they are. Okay, I no. don't think they're originals. But if they're not, before I'll you just shred, shred them, them, them. please
1: confirm. don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be careful about that. Oh, you need those back? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I got a problem with that. No, we're we're super careful with that, but we keep our visits down, mm-hmm. you know, in in the office, which I think is just good for for everybody all yeah, around. Yeah, no, it's good for everyone. So just our practices have changed. Yeah. But
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's these, not the end of the some, world. No, it's not. And some of these are, are not bad. You know, we were talking about all the different like pandemic and or um, issues that happen. The thing that we know we're going to be watching for coming up is election year. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. Like, right. we did talk about that in the past election. So like as we have all these things happening, you know, it's just you trying know to the- keep people from panicking just because there's right. stuff going on. Look at the overall economic stuff that's happening. Don't, don't just look at one thing and think that's the thing.
1: And, and that's a great thought. You know what? When we come back, let's talk a little bit about that because there's some misnomers to what happens to rates, especially yes. in an election year. So yes. stay tuned. we got more Open House with Team Reba. We'll be right back.
2: Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The Answer. to Open House with Team Reba.
1: Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from HomeBridge Financial Home Mortgage.
0: And I'm amused over here. What are you
1: laughing
0: at over there? Team Reba. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm amused on just the intro for the last segment and thinking about that. But then also I'm sitting here reading a joke. We're talking about coronavirus and impact on the economy and housing and all that kind of stuff. And a friend of mine, Robert Uh, who I know through the Yacht Club stuff, he wrote, I wonder when this whole coronavirus scare is over. Will the price of toilet paper plunge? And for everyone that did spend two months' salary on TP, will they just consider that investment flushed down the toilet?
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) There's some great memes that we're all going around. I mean, again, I don't don't want to minimize if it's negatively impacted somebody, but there are some really hilarious things that have come out of this, too. (laughs) This, this, uh, people, are, people with a good sense of humor at least can you know lift you up out of it a little bit
1: uh, i'll be at work and and i can tell when like my brother or friends are, are bored doing something or other because all this the memes start showing up on my phone and oh, we are yeah. in the meme generation there's brilliant oh, 100%. ones out there hundred percent. i love it yeah well you know somebody uh, talked to me the other day they're like i'm gonna wait to um to refinance my mortgage i know they're at historically low rates right now, but they're going to go even lower because there's a presidential election coming up this year.
0: <sighs> We've addressed and this before.
1: I, I I get the same question every four years. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they say they're going to go up. Sometimes they say they're going to go down. Yeah. So I thought, let's take a look at that. Yes, and, let's, and let's remind go, people. Let's take a walk down memory lane, yes, shall we? Let's do. So,
0: we we need to start getting David to get like little music for us as we go right, into these segments. Absolutely. That so memory lane, we let's go. Let's start
1: with 1972. Ah, and, not and
0: long after the 1971 old, lights out. Well,
1: Tricky Dick uh, yep. was our was our president. Interest rates were 7.44 percent going into that. Uh, mm-hmm. Interest rates uh, when he was elected went up 0.1 percent. So not, not, much. A, not a lot of change. 1976, Jimmy Carter mm-hmm. became president. Interest rates were up to 8.79%. Interest rates actually went down just a little bit to start with, to down about 0.02%. 1980, Ronald Reagan became mm-hmm. president. He inherited a ton of inflation at that point. Yes. Interest rates were up to 14.79%. Rates That's went like up 058 card. Yeah, that was uh, not a super special time when when you were buying yep. a home. Yeah, um, and the
0: housing prices here pretty much flattened out for like five years.
1: They did. They oh, longer than that, yeah. I think. Yeah, 1984, um, Ronald Reagan was reelected, and rates had dropped a little bit to 14.18%. That's when the Ouch. tax cuts went through. 1984, yep. mm-hmm. uh, when we had tax reform, mm-hmm. interest rates went down 0.46%. Nineteen eighty eight, George Bush, interest rates down to ten point six one percent. after that rates went up point three four right after the election. Uh thinking that um mm-hmm. you know things are gonna turn turn turn. And that was around
0: it was during his uh time in office that I think I bought my first house.
1: Yeah, I bought mine in nineteen eighty five mm-hmm. and I was up around fifteen percent yeah uh, at that time. Mine
0: was uh I think ninety seven.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, you you, yeah. you did pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. if we look over 100 years, our average is around 7%, yeah. you know, which is a decent interest rate. Yeah, and the rates we that we've seen lately, under now. 4% again mm-hmm. recently, right. it's just like, oh. Oh, that's right.
0: When people complain that they get anywhere close to that, you're like, really?
1: Eh, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: Okay, well, sure.
1: So moving on, 1992, uh, Jimmy Carter rates 8.21%. They went down 0.1%. In okay. 1996, Carter re-elected 7.6% rates. Rates went down 0.02% mm-hmm. down a little bit. Uh, we had some tax reform going on then. Remember, Did the economy Carter? is booming. Clinton, excuse me, Bill Thank Clinton. Thank you. I was like, Carter? Clinton, Clinton, like... Clinton. 92 <laughs> and 96, uh, Bill Clinton. Sorry about that. Uh, 2000, George W. Bush mm-hmm. uh, rates 7.38%. Uh, rates went down 0. 037 2004, Bush again, 5.75%. Rates went up slightly, 0.02% right after the election. Mm -hmm. And 2008, we had Obama's Mm -hmm. 5.29%. Rates went down 0.8%. A lot of folks thought they'd skyrocket Mm -hmm. at at that time. Yep. uh, Just due to the kind of the economic policies that were being bandied about at that time. Uh, 2012, interest rates 3.62%. Yep. Rates were down 0.04 percent, and uh, 2016 3.75 percent. You know, so the biggest sort of change we've seen we had one in like 1980. They went up over a half a percent. 1984 they went down over a half a percent. Apart from that, most of the changes right after an election year mm-hmm. are pretty nominal. Yeah. You know, not not a lot of change. Yeah.
0: yeah. We were surprised. I- Trump was the one that you said, because we, when we did the show mm-hmm. a while back, mm-hmm. that it was like it went up and stayed up a little bit longer than expected. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so,
1: it, it did. Um, and Well, actually, but but I guess up is a relative term. I think we, we got mm-hmm. up as high as about 5%. Yeah. And that's because the economy was – just really take it off. Right. And, uh, and so, you know, sometimes when the rates are higher, it's a good thing. You know, if you go back into the eighties, that was inflation yeah, and that was not fun and that was not good. And it was not healthy. We had what was actually called stagflation. We had a combination of a stagnant economy and inflation on top of it. And it took taking those rates up that high to break that psychology to get out of inflation, speak. I don't remember back then. You probably don't, but I do. Uh, looking at ads in the paper, you know, buy now because uh, the prices are going to go up next week. You know, buy before they get higher. That was an inflation psychology. And it's a tough one to break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And shoot, I guess we have that still in in our housing market by now because guess what? The prices are probably going to go higher.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so once you get into that psychology, it's hard Mm -hmm. to see, it's hard to break that.
0: You know, actually, I'm glad you um, brought that up. This is kind of a sidetrack, but talking about timeline horizons Mm -hmm. and how people make decisions about whether or not they're going to purchase, that was interesting. So, you know, we've got our next home buying class in June, Mm -hmm. right? So- um, So if anyone is interested, info at TeamReba.com. We'll get you the info. But uh, the one that we did uh, on Leap Day, we had a full house. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. Big class. Yeah, big class. class. And it was interesting to me when I asked a couple of people, anyone thinking that you would buy and only live in a house for a couple of years? Mm -hmm. And two people raised their hand. Yeah. And then we had that conversation about, like what does it take Is that to something sell? Something you really want to do. Yeah, and so then we really said, okay, now we very much need you to be thinking hard and you know long mm-hmm. and hard about this because may not be a great decision, right? Because if, if if the average around here, because a lot of the economists are guessing, you know, like I think we were what five and a half percent on average for mm-hmm. 2019, right? Which was pretty much what a lot of the economists were guessing. It's mm-hmm. actually what I prognosticated last you did. year. Yeah, you were spot like, on. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. And um, so um if it takes between 8 and 10% to sell your house mm-hmm. and you're only there for 2 years, well, you're only just breaking even. Right. Right. In fact, you might still lose a little bit depending on, you know, what your closing costs and down payment and all the other stuff was, mm-hmm. you know, for your for your property and especially depending on your house price because we also know that they now have a variable excise tax. Right. 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 So there's it all depends. Might might be better for you now. Who knows? But that person for two years—that's not typical. It's mm-hmm. just not typical unless you're like an investor or something doing flipping or flipping some or other
1: kind you of know, you're doing the Burr method, like right, we we're like talking about other, last week. Yeah, the last right. week's
0: mm-hmm. you know episodes. Yeah. But um, yeah, it really, if you are going to get into the purchasing side of things, think long and hard about how you're going to do that. Because mm-hmm. we even mentioned in that last week's episode of you got to know your exit strategy. And we we realize life can change, but also when you're looking at a house, how you decide what you're going to pick should be determined by is this a 5-year house for me or am I thinking I might be here 10 years? Right. Because depending on where your station is in life, you're going to mm-hmm. use that house in different ways. Right? 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 If you're someone who's like mine in your ages and we're in our 50s, I'm going to be thinking, well, in 20 years or 30 years if I'm going to be in the house this long, Will it sustain me if I start having uh, mobility issues? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Whereas someone else might be in younger years and like they're thinking, you know, will I have room for if I'm going to have a family, Mm -hmm. you know, or if I have to have a parent move in or if I have like you just got to kind of really think about your overall life and and go Mm -hmm. from there. Absolutely. Kind of like dealing with these wacky things that are happening (laughs) in the marketplace. Your life's going to go on.
1: It's going to happen. That's right. Best yeah. you can do. Plan ahead. 100%. Be careful. Keep those eyes open.
0: And wash your hands. And
1: wash your hands. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks again for listening. Let's do it again next Saturday. Yeah. 2 to 3 o'clock. See open you next House week.
2: Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at Remax max Metro Eastside on Facebook. Or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more open house with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. Our house, in the, of our street, our house. the preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.